Blog Talk Radio. Edition of the Pajama Party. I'm one of your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. Happy Friday. Last day of the month. Sure. March is about to be <laughs> out of here. Mm-hmm. How's right on? Fantastic. Everything is cool. Thank you so much. Everything is cool. Everybody good? Yeah. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> oh, the wind started already? Yeah, they yes, said wind Yes, we made your rainstorm yeah. tomorrow from what they're saying. With all that wind, you better hang on to your wigs and your weeds. Mm-hmm. That wind is kicking. All right, what's happening tonight, Papa Didi? What's on the top of the hour? There's so much going on. Um. The first uh, topic, uh, you want to speak on them knuckleheads uh, to China? Oh, yeah, I'll take this one. You know, there's a couple stories, though. I tell you, why don't we briefly talk about the situation with the congresswoman and her, her new grandmother role that's coming up. Yeah. You want to speak on that first? Yeah, Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. Uh, she's, I'm trying to find out what state she represents. She hangs out. Congressperson. She hangs out with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Nice looking lady, always wearing these nice little glasses, like America's best mm-hmm. best glasses. And she just as simple as Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, right. She's got an image of a really attractive woman, but she's a fucking idiot. Anyway, that's another story. But well, anyway. She has made an announcement that, and this is yeah, the way she put listen it. Listen to how she put it. Her 17-year-old son. Son. Is... Uh, and his teenage girlfriend, teenage girlfriend, who is over fourteen, she's over fourteen, are expecting a baby. Expecting a baby. I'm like, who announces things like that? Something ain't right. <laughs> now here's a woman that's anti, anti sex education, sex education in school. She has spoken out against it. She mm-hmm. has made statements that said nobody in public schools needs to learn about sex education. Right. No she drag feels queen like, no, stuff. that shouldn't be going no on in drag. schools. But, you know, the statement that gets me is she's saying that, that his girlfriend, is, is she calling her the girlfriend? Yeah, or? she says okay. her son's She said this, her son's girlfriend, who's over 14, now... <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? Like she's 15? What does that make her? What, what, <laughs> are you lowering the bar to the point where you're making us stand on a stool to get the ketchup off the shelf? So how old is she? Mm-hmm. Could you not speak? And, you know, they're both young, so we cannot criticize the the youth hormones, okay? You know, let he without sin cast the first stone. Let's, let's go back to that, okay? Yeah. You know, yeah. when you're young like that, you're horny as a fish. You know, but all I'm saying is that 
the way you broke it down, why didn't you just say that my son's girlfriend's pregnant, he's 17? And leave it at that. And leave it at that. You didn't really have to go into the daughter, I mean, the, the, the girlfriend saying she's older than 14. But Damn. that's how baddie she is. I mean, she had previously, she addressed that CPAC organization mm-hmm. previously. She says that the schools have comprehensive sex ed. They're teaching kids how to have and enjoy sex, even same sex. This is not something elementary students need to learn or any other student in public school. These are things that we need to go after and cut their funding. Yeah, that's how she spoke out against sex education. Well, it looks like her son needed sex education. More than anybody. Okay. Or pull out abilities. That's sex education. You learn those things when you go to sex ed class. They don't teach you how to enjoy sex. They usually teach you either to refrain or be responsible, and they teach you the diseases that come if you want to play around. That's the kind of stuff they teach you, and, of course, about the functions of the body. But I just thought it was so ironic that here's somebody who was dead set against sex education in school, and now you got a 17-year-old son and his over 14-year-old girlfriend expecting her first grandchild. And this woman is 36, so she's about to be a young grandma. That's all I'm saying on that one. Yeah, that was really that like some, Yeah, that sounds like some Sarah Palin uh, stuff. Yeah, Sarah Palin went through the same thing. Yep, exactly. Yeah. You're exactly right there, uh, Kettle. And then she tried to play off the baby like it was her. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. crazy. But it was her daughter's or son's baby. I can't remember which one it was. Well, yep, she's caught now by her own rhetoric. All right, that's all I have. Well, it's just going to show you that you can have a conservative disposition about you, but if your kids is horny as hell, isn't that contradicting your whole belief on everything that you're putting out to the public? Mm-hmm. When you 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 let and you know in them big houses they live in, oh yeah, go he's upstairs. Yeah, go upstairs. Okay, thank you, Miss. That's that's as she goes up the fourteen steps upstairs. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and true. And it's just, I mean, and like I said, People, you know, know, allow their kids to entertain their guest, even if their guest is of the opposite gender, and they allow them to entertain in their room. I didn't grow up like that. My parents didn't play that. Yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, you know, and the main thing we're saying, too, we're not uh, the situation of the light between them two, that the ball is in their court with that, the, the, little, the, the young man and the young girl. That, that's going to, if they don't abort the child, then that's something they're going to have to vibe on on their own and deal with for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and we know we're, like I said earlier, the hormones of, of young people on that level. But the the... The main thing we're stabbing at here is the fact that the mom walks around with the perfect hair and the perfect conservative look and the perfect, you know, cool ray glasses and everything she does. Her hairstyle is always fab. What is her name again? Lauren Bobert. Lauren Bobert. Pull her up if you have after you if you have access to a computer in front of you. And you'll see that she projects a, you know, a pretty attractive look about herself. And she's always talking to say, Well, you know, I'm I'm special and I'm cute as hell. So everything I say means something, but like I said, on the, on the same token, now you had to come out before the baby bump popped out. You know, sometimes people want to, mm-hmm. what she did was called getting ahead of the story. 
Yeah. She wanted to get ahead of things. So anyway, now let's move on to another thing. We're just doing the initial topics that's on our mind here. Uh, the other one is Marjorie Taylor Greene, okay, another nutcase maniac. Now, this woman represents Georgia, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what area. I'm, I hope people don't live in that area that she represents. <laughs> you know. But anyway, she's saying that Tuesday, I'm going down in New York Tuesday, and I'm telling my people to, to protest. And she has 663,000 Twitter followers. Now, now here's the deal. When they protested in Washington, D.C. during January 6th, Trump was in charge of that because it was a D.C. thing. You know what I mean? Trump had the stronghold. They already had the, the, the city on lock from the whole demonstration that morning to stop the, uh, you know, the situation yeah. that, you know, verifying. Stop the alleged steal. Yeah, stop the, yeah, well, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they already had the city on lockdown, so everybody was at bay. You know, the D.C. police and everybody, they put it all in the governor's hands. But then when they went down to storm the, the Capitol, everybody was left frozen. You know, they like like Trump said, freeze. And he went back to the White House and just watched all of it unfold. And it was just chaos. And like I said, one of their followers, a female, that got shot and killed on top of that. You know, it's so sad how, you know, you people following Trump and you're dying. I mean, you're not Christmas addicts. This isn't the fucking British are coming, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, you're, you're representing a man who is an insane person. But anyway, make a long story short, she is telling these people to come to New York to protest. Now, one thing Marjorie, Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to realize is that New York is not D.C., mm-hmm. okay? And Trump ain't got that place on lockdown. NYPD is already ready, okay? And they're protesting. And they're, you know, about. I want you didn't mention that for those who don't know. As far as we what did, is she calling people to come and protest? Protest the fact of whatever his situation is, his, his him right, being indicted. That's right. right. That's what I'm saying. But but here's the Make deal sure though: the knows. indictment belongs to Donald Trump. It's like if you got caught for speeding and you're going to ticket, going to court for your ticket. That's your speeding ticket. So what the hell? What gives this man all this power? Hell, when I go to court for some shit, I wish I had 600,000 people representing my ass mm-hmm. or cheering for me outside the courthouse, <laughs> you know, to pay that little $75 ticket or whatever yeah. the case may be. But it's so sad how these people are so brainwashed by where Trump has inserted himself in, which which I call the official great white hope, you know what I mean? Because ever since the Mother of the Kings and the Malcolm X's and all that, white folks have constantly been in search of finding their great white hope and great white hope is means who is the biggest ball buster that we can find that can do or say anything and get away with it okay because the creo of white men from the beginning it's always been the one that got the most toys wins it is and that was always their thing the one that had the biggest house or you go to jury duty for example who becomes the foreman oh yeah let ernie become the he he owns a barber shop and he owns he has a boat he lives on the river, and, you know, the one that got the most toys always gets voted in the positions. And, and it's just so sad because it represents nothing. And the empty minds they have and the, the authority of the white privilege is, is so granulated that they just feel like, you know, they could do – I mean, these people – and the other guy from South Carolina. 
Oh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Lord. Gayer than a fish, okay? No disrespect to gay people, but he's gay. And he needs to admit it. Yeah, and he always comes admit. up and speaks for Trump like like it's no big deal. Yeah, they need to go down there and that man should be ashamed. Why is it white folks can say anything out of their mouth they want to and get away with it? That's what's so strange in 2023. They can say Anything and nobody questions it. They put on news. Yeah, today Lindsey Graham. Yeah, today Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yeah, the, but damn, they saying anything they want out of their mouth and getting away with it, it is amazing. I don't, you know, and we still got to worry about China and Russia and mm-hmm. North Korea. We have, as old folks say, bigger fish to fry. Well, can the, I just jump in and say I couldn't understand why Lindsey Graham was trying to raise money from Trump. Oh, I'm yeah. like, isn't he a billionaire? We need to, yeah. So we need why to raise, does Trump need more money? We need to and get together he, and raise money for him. Trump was using this whole indictment as a fundraiser. Oh, he well. already had it on the website, like, oh, yeah. look, the witch hunt continues. Mm-hmm. Send me money now for the re-election campaign because they're coming for me, and that means they're coming for you. We all got to stand together, and that's the stuff that, oh. that these people are swallowing. Yeah, he, 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 he just keep putting money in his damn pocket, and they mm-hmm. continue to let it happen. But they don't care. They just they I just want to back this guy, this man. He That's knows that he, he knows that they're in. He knows that yeah. his followers are poor white trash. He knows that. Believe me, he's yeah. a smart man, and he plays and he knows them. What he's he doing. plays them. Mm-hmm. Oh, he plays them like a fiddle. Absolutely. And it's yeah. just so so interesting. I mean, I. Ooh, but I tell you, come Tuesday in New York, boy. I tell you, set your they say set your DVRs because uh, New York gonna be off the chain on uh, Tuesday. It really is. Yeah, you made, yeah, you made you made a good point, Papa. If it's quote unquote poor white trash, they are somebody now because I'm giving to a cult. He is elevating mm-hmm. them up because if you give to me, I'm gonna elevate you. Yeah. Okay. Them in, in their crazy sadistic mind. Like, exactly. I was going to say, in their mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm somebody, man. Because mm. I'm giving yeah. to a worthy cause and Donald Trump, he's going to help me get to the next level. Well, like oh. Jesse Jackson said, keep hope alive. Uh, that's all they got. Okay. Oh. All right. You ready for the rundown? Yeah, Kettle, you, uh, you want to tell us what we got going on tonight? Please. Yeah, break it down one time. Here's Kettle. Tonight's rundown. All right, thank you. Um, We're going to get into in focus first. Um, Florida lawmakers approved carrying concealed gun without permit or training. Also, Russia turns to uh, North Korea for weapons in exchange for food. And also, Disney quietly took power from DeSantis' new board before takeover. A cocktail of the week. Um, what's popping with Papa Didi? Of course, our weird news. Has uh, T-Rex lost its bite? Also, Mammoth Meatball. And Dairy Queen on the hunt for missing spoon set. Um, I'm just saying with red wine, it's time for Woke to go to sleep. Also, Living for the City with Papa Didi. My Hollywood wrap-up. The Kiss the List and The Last Word. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back in focus. Thank you. 
Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at apajamaparty.com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous Pajama Party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at apajamaparty.com. And tell a friend. They'll thank you. Hi, welcome back to Pajama Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. And it's time for In Focus. And Papa Didi, you're up first. Uh, you know what? <laughs> this is so interesting. A good friend of mine who lives in Jacksonville, Florida, told me about this today. Mm. And here you, we have it as a story. That is, there you go. this is hot off the press. Hot. Hot off the Hoping. press. Now, peep this here. Florida, land of the San, what is it? the Santa? Yeah, the sunshine state yeah. and all that. Where everybody goes to retire and kick their feet up and yada, yada, yada. And as you know, Florida has a lot of different aspects to it. You got the Orlando, Florida. You got the Tampa, Florida. And these are all different places. It's crazy. You know, you got the Miami, Florida. You got the Fort Lauderdale type Florida. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Keys over there where they just, and if you got the time to drive all the way up over there, and that's, that's a whole world. And they just get buck wild with uh, Mardi Gras. They just get butt naked and just do what they want to do because they're at the end of the earth, mm-hmm. and it's surrounded by water. I mean, you you close your eyes and walk a few feet, you can mm-hmm. fall in and drink. Anyway, but I'm just making a point to say that Florida has so many different characteristics, but what happens in Florida as far as legislation is concerned affects the whole state. Now, I named about six different aspects of Florida, which means it's six different or seven. Man, man I, I haven't mentioned Jacksonville. I haven't mentioned, you know, this area. Oh, my, my what is it? Yeah. St. Augustine mm-hmm. and, and, and my goodness. But anyway, here's the deal. Florida lawmakers. Now, these are the lawmakers, the people that are in the legislation with the governor and all that. They sign bills and put bills in effect. Florida lawmakers approved carrying concealed guns without a permit or training. Okay, now they already got the stand your ground joint, which means if you're arguing with somebody and all of a sudden they hit you and you feel like you're losing, yada, 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 you know, Trayvon Martin situation. They even called the brick that Trayvon Martin hit the guy with. That was the thing that entitled Zimmerman to shoot him. We not even going to go there. That saddens me. Anyway, legislation in the nation's third most populated state on Thursday approved a bill to allow people to carry concealed firearms without a permit or proof of training. They calling it the constitutional carry. Hmm. It's that second right bill, correct? Isn't it crazy how white folks always come up with a name for something? That's our, sir. I'm a patriot. That's my citizen rights. Now, 
it's crazy. You know, applications applications used to say that you must demonstrate that you you have the you know you have a reason for doing it or your protection is in. But but all that's out the window. All right, the permit process for a permit also include a background check and everything, which will also no longer be required. All right? After, you know, the governor signs this in law. Now, listen to what I'm saying now. Now, you know, Florida is the Disney World and all that jazz. So when you take your ass to Florida now, you better be careful because jokers are carrying. And they, they don't need training and they don't need permits. And they're trying. I, the friend I talked to today lives in Jacksonville, good friend of mine. He said that they're also trying to have a open, they're trying to attach an open carry policy to it, so you can just have it hanging off your waistband. So that's frightening. This is coming down, all right. And the House bill voted twenty-seven to thirteen for it, okay. Mm. And Ron, it's on Ron DeSanto's desk waiting to be signed. So look out, you're hearing it almost first, because my first time hearing about it today talking to a Florida friend of mine. But it's deep. And like I said, it's so sad because it's not a little town like Rhode Island where everybody has things in common. People in Key West are nothing like the people in Tampa, Mm -hmm. you know, and the people in Orlando. Because most of the people in Florida are transplants. They're retirees. They're what they call them, snow bunnies. Snowbirds. Snowbirds or whatever, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They come there in the winter and go back to New York in the summer. And, and you know, it's – so, like I said, look out. I'm going to leave it at that. But I'm uh, I'm amazed that right after the school shooting that just happened this week at – in Nashville, Tennessee, where uh, a woman came in there, shot people, killed the principal – killed uh, the security guard and two nine-year-old children. How could, how dare they pass this kind of legislation in the same week? I'm like, are, are y'all paying attention? No. Just... There needs to be some better control over this stuff, not just open it up and any and everybody, you want a gun, buy one, buy three, buy ten. Don't worry about training. Oh, you don't need a license. You don't need a permit. Yeah. Just go get you one and figure it out. Yeah, and when you talk that carefree I, I to people, I just don't get it. When you talk that carefree to people, people are gonna take it carefree. And here's another thing that uh, the governor, uh, this, what's the name? How can I the name? DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis. DeSantis. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing he said. Now you know what gets me, and I'm gonna just put this under your hat when I'm saying as well. He said that in the midst of anything happening. To Donald Trump. Now here's a man who was supposed to been competing against him in November in, in November of 24. Well, during 2024 mm-hmm. for the uh, the nomination for president, mm-hmm. he said that um, I'm going to be stalling any type of extradition that they try to do with him. Meaning that if he gets convicted of something, he'll have to serve time in which we know he ain't going to do that. <clears throat> But he had to serve time in New York. But DeSantos said, I'm going to fight extradition with all my might so he don't have to go to New York if he's convicted. I'm like, Wait a minute. I thought you was battling this guy for to be president. Yeah, it's like, who's how, how are y'all, now? How are y'all like enemies and friends and bullshit relationships and get along and protect? And I, I'm trying to figure out what kind of relationship is going on with these white folks. They play I, I, games. I don't get it. 
Kyle you know what? I, I feel as if they're on the same team, and they feel as if if both of us running, then it's more more power. One of us is gonna is gonna make it if both of us are trying. They're all in the same. Uh, like I said, they're all on the same team. So <clears throat> to me, that's why he he comes to his defense. Even though Donald Trump talks trash about DeSantis, uh, they still mm-hmm. on the same team. And I yeah, think that no they doubt. do that to to just keep us on our toes. It's it's just a game that they play with people. Exactly. And if DeSantis is saying this that he would uh, you know, help with that, you know they're on the same team. So mm-hmm. if, if you don't know by now, everybody need to wake up. But um exactly. to, to the gun situation, um like you said, one, it is getting out of hand, but I think it's starting to become the wild, wild west, and it's like after a while we're gonna de- they're gonna be selling holsters. That's mm. gonna be the end thing, um, you know. But um, my thing is, I I know how you feel, uh, red wine about the guns and stuff, but those are semi-automatics. Those things don't need to be to me in the public. The public shouldn't be able to to be able to get those guns. It should be just law enforcement and military. Um, but I, I don't see anything wrong with carrying a gun as far as protecting yourself. But now they do, to me, they do need to go through the proper training and everything, you know, the proper permit and training. Now, I agree with that. But, um, you know, a right to bear arms, white folks do it all the time. Like somebody said, yeah. if, if blacks start buying more guns, oh, they would truly change the law. So, okay. You hit that thing. one on the head. Yeah. I just feel so like it's too dangerous anything? if you got... If you got people buying weapons and there's no need for a license, where, where is the record keeping? Like when when stuff happens and yeah, you say, well, let's sense. see, did this person have licensed guns yeah, and all? All of that's going out the window now. Yeah, people could be stockpiling yeah. a house full of guns. Yeah, and where is the record for it when this person loses their marbles and goes off? Who who knows that this person over the last like three days, has purchased 25 guns. I mean, if you're not going to keep connective records on this stuff, how do you know that this person might be a problem? You know, because who needs to buy that kind of weaponry in a short time period like that? When you see that, that should be a red flag. But if there's no, no keeping record of this stuff, and nobody has to fill out anything, how is law enforcement or anybody else supposed to know? Yeah. I just feel like this stuff is going to bite all of us in the butt. And this level of gun violence and shooting up schools, this stuff is an American problem. You don't see this stuff in other countries. And it's not because they don't have guns. They just don't have this level of gun violence. And what does that tell us? Something going on with that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yep, you're right about that. Uh, well, if anybody got any comments or questions out there, hit us up. Um, join the conversation. Nine one nine. What is it? Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six. Get it right. <laughs> First one. Okay. And again, that was nine one four eight zero three four three zero six, and press one. All right, we're going to keep it moving. I want to move over and talk about Russia. What is happening over here? The White House 
yesterday said that now they've got evidence that Russia is trying to pal up with North Korea to get weapons to continue fighting uh, the people in Ukraine. And this time, the deal is they're trying to trade weapons for food. I'm like, wait a minute, food? Is this a movie? Are they for real? But that's what's going on. They are trying to get food and other types of commodities in return for the weapons. And this is uh, in the latest accusation. Uh, it says that Russia is desperate for weaponry and that they are restricted by sanctions for exporting things and, and whatnot. So they can't get stuff through the usual channels. So now they're going rogue and trying to hook up with rogue nations to see who can help us out with this war. So as part of the proposed deal, Russia, if this went through, would receive over two dozen different kinds of weapons and munitions from Pyongyang in North Korea. And White House security uh, person John Kirby said, look, we already know that that's what Russia's trying to do. They're trying to send a delegation over to North Korea so they can work it all out. And they're trying to exchange, um, uh, you know, exchange stuff for food in, in exchange for munitions. That's what Russia is trying to do. I have never heard of anything like that. Who's trying to get the food, though, North Korea or Russia? Russia is trying to get the weapons. North Korea is saying, give us the food and we'll give you the weapons. What are they talking, steak, lobster? I don't know. They just said <laughs> food and they said other commodities. Okay. I don't know. I didn't know that North Korea was having an issue with food. Yeah, well, so, you know, maybe they're talking about the, the things that they grow, um, you know, different crops and stuff, whatever they grow over in Russia. I don't know. Is over there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, you know, it sounds like, you know, what you were saying earlier, Kettle, concerning people being in bed together, you know, because, I mean, sometimes it gets to a point where you got the good guys and the bad guys, and if the good guys get together, the only people left to get together is the bad guys, you know? Mm-hmm. The only people that Russia can deal with is somebody that looks like them, you know, North Korea. Or sympathizes with them, or like in this Exactly, case. because they all got the same uh, communist situation going on, which means it's all plain, it's all simple. You know, like, like when they had a commercial back in the day about the uh, about the Russian, their flavor, they were talking about the iPhone, I think, they had the commercial a long time ago. And the Russian women came out in these black one-piece, these these heavy set women came out in these black one piece bathing suits, and when they they threw them a beach ball, and when they grabbed the beach ball, they said this is swimwear, and then mm-hmm. they gave them a flashlight, and they called it evening wear. Whatever oh. they had in their hand, that's what they called it for. They, you know, like you I give do them, remember that. But they they mm-hmm. wore the same one piece bathing suit. Yeah, and their fat very bodies. Utilitarian. Yeah, it's like all right, we do the one solid jumpsuit thing. Yeah. and we all wear that. And, and give them a beach ball. It's called swimwear. Give them a flashlight. It's called evening wear. Yeah, and it was it was it was an interesting commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the experts are saying that. Yeah, it was funny. The experts are saying that they believe that the food situation in North Korea has hit the worst point that it's ever been under Kim Jong Un's rule over the last 11 years, but they're saying that they don't think they're at the point of saying there's a famine or mass deaths or starvation or anything like that. 
Now, Kim Jong-un is saying that he's going to do what he can to strengthen the state's control over agriculture. And I'm like, well, if y'all got a food situation, is it control that you need, or you need people to grow more food? Well, they but, live a very isolated life. You know, they're at the end of the earth. You know, they they have this small little community over there, and they try to get their stuff off by sending a missile in the air every now and then and saying, yeah, well, North Korea launched the missile. Yeah. Who gives a shit about your little missiles? That is that how you getting your stuff off by? But your real, you know, tyranny has to do with what's really going on with you for mm-hmm. real, for real. You know, anybody can project an image, you know. You can have a nice car, but you have car insurance. Well, you know what I mean? I mean so, so this is all according to intelligence reports right now. They don't have any proof that it has actually happened. But mm-hmm. the White House and the intelligence folks are aware and keeping an eye on it. Right, I can do it. So that's what's well, up with that. Well, yeah, well, I just looked it up. That um, Russia's top commodity is wheat. Um, I'm sorry, wheat. say that again. Yeah, what, what's wheat? Wheat. Their top oh, wheat. commodity oh, wheat. is wheat. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, you know, and corn is is it the top ten or like oat, corn, um, sunflower seed, barley. Um, barley makes beer. So, uh, yeah, potatoes. Well, I know they got a lot of wheat. wheat. They, have, they make all that vodka with the wheat. They have all the stuff that it takes to make other stuff. Which right. Is, you know, the, Maybe the ingredients. Maybe that's what uh, North Korea needs, you know, some of yeah, those things. Yeah, that's true. Don't yeah. you use wheat to make vodka? Uh, I'm a bourbon drinker. Uh, yeah, you drinker. can. Okay. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can use wheat. Yeah, yeah I know kettle nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching over the ten foot pole. I'll plead the fifth. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. Too late now. You already answered it. But all right, okay. uh, over to you, Kettle. Uh, what are you all okay. uh, in focus on? We're back to uh, DeSantis, this crazy man. Oh, um, he's, he's a guy tonight. <laughs> yeah, he. I, I think he is. Um, this episode and um, the latest twist in the year-long saga between Disney and DeSantis um, has battled the company as um, he tries to tally conservative victories ahead of a likely bid for the 2024 GOP nomination. So Disney and DeSantis, they're going head-to-head, but I think Disney is trying to take his power. And uh, mm-hmm. the story reads, the new board handpicked by the Republican governor to oversee Disney's special taxing district uh, said on Wednesday it is considering legal action over a multi-decade agreement reached between the entertainment giant and the outgoing board. Um, under the agreement finally approved on, on February the 8th um, as Florida lawmakers met in special session to hand DeSantis control of the Reedy uh, Creek Improvement District. So Disney apparently is in that district. Disney would maintain control over much of its vast footprint in Central Florida for 30 years, and in some cases the board can't take significant action without first getting approval from the company. Um. Huh. So it just sounds like they've been going back and forth, back and forth. But it seems like they have pulled the power from the center. Um. You know, on on this this, this Disney uh tax thing. Yeah, I think so that's what they did. Uh, yeah. So I guess the center. He's he's trying to fight back, and it's he, he's not gaining no traction. 
So um, it goes on to say the spat between Disney and the governor stems from the company's opposition to a Florida law that prohibits the instruction of sexual orientation and gender identity through third grade and only in an age-appropriate manner in older grades. In March of last year's um, outrage against the legislation spread nationwide, Disney released a statement vowing to help get the law repealed or struck down by the court. So mm. that's, that's another reason why they're going back and forth as well. The man is just a, is, is deranged. <laughs> He's trying to pass crazy stuff, so I guess his poor white trash can be on his side. Yeah, there you go. This, this gender thing is it's just a mess, a hot mess. You know, from non-binary to whatever, all these these new terminologies for being gay, or it's just confusing me. I can't keep up. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah. It's that's pretty what, heavy. It's pretty yeah, heavy. Yeah, and um, they just, I just think it's, it could be really solved. You know, some of these um, issues could be solved um, more quietly than what they're doing, but that's how they just stir up the poor white trash, I think, you know. Yeah. I thought it was funny that DeSantis went after Disney because of the stand that they took. And I'm like, uh, have you really evaluated the employees of Disney? No, not at all. Not at all. Because clearly you don't realize the the, the gay power. and bisexual and all of oh, those non binary. The, the power folks of Disney period. Disney. It really it really doesn't even have anything yeah. to do it will have a lot to do with the individuals because the individuals run things but but the brand, the Disney brand, was, yeah. and they had their own. They, Disney always had their own rule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they called their yeah, own shots when it came to electric, gas, water. You know what I mean? They had their own thing. Because and then they have so in, much land down there, they yeah, had well, to have. Well, not just land. They just that. they have stuff that DeSantis ain't been paying attention to. That first of all, oh, DeSantos is only forty four years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, and no disrespect. <laughs> To age, but you know, age is is assigned to us for a reason. It dictates how long we've been on this earth. And what you have to do, you what you should do or need to do, which isn't always the case. You have to match age with knowledge. As you get older, you're supposed to produce a knowledge. So if you've been lunching for a minute, you can grow age numbers because they're gonna come around every time you got another birthday. But if your mind ain't been right and you ain't been woke, then your your eight your intelligence and your intellect is not going to match your number, and that's one thing. That's why Prince said back in the day, "Act your age, not your what." Shoe size. Not your shoe size. It is okay. <laughs> so, so this is where what I'm saying with DeSantis at 44 years old. If you're gonna come in with all this power, you got to make sure you got your mind right, because when you're going against somebody like Disney. Hell, Disney gets rich every time somebody pumps a baby out there with JJ. Okay? Every time a baby's born, cling! Just like, you know, the movie It's a Wonderful Life when they ring oh, the yeah, bell, the, the bell. angel got his wings. Yeah, because they every time somebody has a Every stuff. time somebody has a baby, Disney is ringing the damn bell saying, there you go, mm-hmm. another million. Kicking! Kicking! Yeah, because they keep re-releasing all their movies. Oh, movies. What's that those little bounce, bouncing thing? Peck, Pexar? Oh, well, you know, Pixar. Pixar. Yeah, yeah. Pixar. Pixar. Bing, 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 bing. And it shines a light. Bing. They but love I'm it. I'm saying that Disney, with all of the shows that they put on, 
I'm like, uh, you got like probably what a, a good population of the gay community that that's their thing. That's a whole nother. I'm like, they're down there putting on the shows that's like da 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 da. I'm like, why are you gonna go down there and f with these people? You can't. They're too thick. It's just what they're I'm saying. They're too thick. They've been around they forever. Are thick, thick, thick up in Disney. That is the that is the original show drag people. queen move. These are show people. That is the original drag queen move. Are you I'm kidding me? Cinder, how do we know Cinderella's either a girl or a fucking guy? Who the heck knows? With all that beautiful With makeup. With the Disney thing going on, you go down there and see show, you don't know what you're Victor Victor Victoria, uh, Papa Didi? You think it's Victor Victoria? <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, what I'm saying yeah. is that Disney's been at it for a long time with everything. Yeah. And who knows who's in the costumes and who does what and this and that. And you a lot can't of come in yeah, damn. I'm saying between the performers, the designers, the musicians, the dancers, the singers. I mean, it's like just little Broadway going on. Yeah, and he goes down so there like Why a, would you go down there and mess with Like, he go down like a cop one day and say, we're going to change all this. Yeah. They'd be like, really? Please. Give me a break. They're like, whatever. <sighs> What's that ride down there called? Space Mountain? Oh, yeah. They'll tell the Santas, you see the girl over there that runs Space Mountain? <laughs> She's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go talk to her. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't know who's who or what's what. And you're going to come in there and act like you're changing things. At the same time, hey, you know, it. at the same time, you're putting guns out there, like, with no permit and exactly. everything else. You're trying to deal mm-hmm. with Disney, and you're messing with Trump with the situation of his indictment. You're trying to protect him. You're trying to ball on Disney. You're trying to, come on. And He's you got, got too much going on, and he can't handle any of and it. And you got people over in Key West losing their mind because they're so far away from everybody. Oh, they partying they every day. They don't on, care. What, but they get naked on Halloween. They get naked during Mardi Gras. They get naked on Mondays, Tuesdays. Wednesday. U.S. is off the chain, I'm telling you. Thursday. Some people are far away from everybody. They say, you know what, this is a peninsula and we're we're good, you know. Oh, they have a good time every day. Every day is a reason to party up in the Keys. Anyway. All right, we're going to, what are we going to do? Take a little CC. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then Kettle's going to have something refreshing for us on the other side of the break. On the Pajama Party Show. This is the Pajama Party on Blog Talk Radio. The Pajama Party is produced by DC Homegrown Entertainment at www.dchomegrown.com. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the Pajama Party crew and you. So pick up the phone and dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. 4306 and tell us what's on your mind. There's a big fluffy pillow reserved just for you at the pajama party, so call us now. And remember, it's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Pass it on. Log on to www.apajamaparty.com and click the Listen Live banner or call 914-803-4306. Now let's get back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Is it tea time, darling? All right, welcome back to a John Party. I'm your host, Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine. Bonsoir, darling. It's time for the cocktail of the week, week, week with Kettle. 
What you got for us this week, Kel? I know you got a good one. This is um my favorite color. It is green. It's called Gin Gin Mew. This oh. gingery minty wonder was originally created by Augie Saunders as a gateway gin drink for vodka lovers. Um, it came out of New York City. Okay. Um, we have one mint free, one ounce of um, simple syrup, three fourth ounces of lime juice, of course, fresh squeeze. One and three fourth ounces of your favorite uh, gin, tangerine. Uh, um, one ounce of Audrey Saunders ginger beer and garnish with the mint spray. So in a shaker, muddle the mint spray and the simple syrup and lime juice. Also add the gin. I wouldn't add the ginger beer yet, but add the gin and the ice. Shake um, till it's well chilled. Um, and then strain into a highball glass over fresh ice. Uh, I would uh, top it off with ginger beer and then garnish with a mint spray. And that is called the Gin Gin Beer. It's a very vibrant green, beautiful, beautiful. A Gin Gin Mule. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. You had me at the mint spray. All right. I said, ooh, mint. Yes, yes, yes. I had to do some for red wine tonight, Papa. No brown liquor tonight. <laughs> None for you. Okay. That was tasty. Ooh, merci, merci. Very tasty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, it's time for Papa Didi. Mm. And what's popping? What's popping, Papa Didi? I got a couple stories, but. Um... Well, pick one. What you got? I was going to speak on a few things, a uh, few choices, but uh, I, as a man, and I'll, I'll use that term strongly, I won't even say it like I'm trying not to get canceled or anything, <laughs> but as a man, I want to talk about my man, uh, what's his brother's name, Major? John Major? Or what's the the actor. Oh, the actor. Yeah. Gosh, what's his name? Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. Thank you. Let's speak on him for a minute. Now, I was shocked because I've seen him in all kind of local stuff, but I was just happened to be watching Netflix the other night, which has become my normal 2 o'clock in the morning thing to do. <laughs> but, uh, but I saw him in a movie that was uh, produced by Jay-Z. It was called The Heart of Day Fall which was a, a black cowboy thing, you know. I mean, it was so interesting because you see cowboy flicks with John Wayne and all them. This was straight black in all aspects. Okay. It was cool as hell. Once you looked at it and understood it and everything, the the whole plot, the whole situation, it started off pretty violent, but then it kind of leveled off to really interesting stuff. And um, Regina King was in there and a few other people, Idris, Idris, Idris Elbert, mm-hmm. and a whole lot, of, whole lot of stars was in there. Anyway, but I'm speaking on the situation that's happened to him with that young lady. Now, it sounds to me like she's beginning to bitch up, okay? And I say, I talk like that for a reason because, see, here's the deal. What I'm getting tired of as a man, because this can happen to me. You know, it just seems like due process for black men 
is out the window. You know? And this is my opinion. You want to challenge me, give us a call, 914-803-4306. If you already listen on your phone, press 1. You'll be put in a queue, and you could say, Papa Didi, that's a bunch of bullshit, whatever. All right, but let me get my point across. It's so interesting how ladies, I won't even say all ladies, but certain ladies that happen to be involved with some of these celebrities, black black celebrity men that are on the core of, you know, meeting your, see in Hollywood, you, you every, every now and then you get on that runway and you start to fly, you know, like uh, Jamie Foxx and a lot of them, you know, you get on the runway. Now, if you want to be the quote unquote girlfriend, and even as a female black um, actress or any kind of star, movie star, whatever, it's the same with, with them, with their relationship, their their uh, love interest, let's say. Let's call it that. Everybody has to tighten up their their level of hostileness or jealousy or envy or whatever you are when you're dealing with somebody that's on the uprise. Because that's the only way you're going to level off in Hollywood is that you got to get on the uprise, you know? And if you're dealing with a woman that soon your phone go off like this situation with this girl, now this young lady admitted this now. Because like I said, it sounds like she's bitching up. She admitted that the reason why she got the bruises on her is because she went after his phone. Now, you're hanging out with this brother, and he's going to red carpet situation. Now, he done been in, I happened to see him in that movie that night, and that was that movie was a while ago, okay? But he still had the same aura and the attractability on screen as you see him now. And he's been in, what, what was that, Ant-Man and uh, the movie... Uh, Creed, uh, the other one with the um, with the, the military joint that I appreciated in the Korean War. Um, oh, yeah. Devotion. Devotion, yeah, yeah. You know, and all these different movies. Now, if you're his lady, you're seeing all this happen in his life. You're right there with it. And he's on the red carpet and he's on the Tonight Show with this one and the Day Show with this one and that. And you're right there. But you can't get in no cab all of a sudden at night on a Saturday night and if both of y'all was drinking, all of a sudden now you want to play who's that texting you shit, okay? You want to get into the adolescent, let me drop back to being 21 fucking years old and, and ask you, give me that phone. Who First of all, he just got done doing the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, okay? So... He's hosting Saturday Night Live. Okay, if you can't stand the heat, get out the kitchen. For one, you're not his goddamn wife, you know? Are you a legitimate girlfriend or are you just a piece of ass? You got to ask yourself, what position are you holding with this nigga? Okay, because he's upward bound. Now, you either need to support his ass, and I'm not saying for anybody to deal with any kind of abuse or anything don't go there. Don't think that, okay? I'm going to speak like a strong-ass black man and just tell you how I feel, and I don't give a fuck, okay? Now, here's the deal. Either woman up your ass, 
strong up your ass because if you're rolling with him, then you're rolling with his gifts, his life, his shit, okay? So what his phone rang. And I always say this to women. If you're going to snatch my cell phone, bitch, give me yours. Let me look through your shit, okay? Let me see what you got going on. Because if you're going to take my phone and not give me yours, then you're telling me this is one-sided here. This is very one-sided. You just want to, you think that you got some competition, but you're in the car with me in the cab on a Saturday night, and after we leave this little get-together, we going back to my apartment. So what are we doing different? And like I said, we all, nobody should disrespect anybody. I don't know what the disrespect level was on his part, even if it was. You know what I mean? But you have to sometimes restrain that. If you want to go to another level, then take the relationship to another level. But don't just sit back as the mediocre girlfriend and act like you're supposed to be gifted just because you happen to be in that chair. Hell, there's no ring on his finger. There's not even an engagement. Like I said, are you just a piece of ass? You got to ask yourself, what are you? Before you and, and this goes for anybody. I'm not talking just a man. Females with males. I mean, we had different situations. We've seen people with, like, Jill, uh, Jill Scott, when she had her man. Uh, when um, Just to give you some examples on the other way around now. Uh, what's the other girl? Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson, right, exactly, when when her man was in the picture. He's gone now, so, you know. Uh, and one more person, uh, Vivica Fox, Vivica A. Fox. Remember she bought the guy called Too Tall or something like that? He had a little nickname. He came up with her from wherever she came from, and all of a sudden she started, you know, wanting to, you know, with 50 Cent and all kind of other motherfuckers after she did. Remember she was real successful in that movie, uh, you can play that game? No, no, the movie, the, the original movie with the eating at the table with the money at the oh, end. Oh, Soul Food. Soul Food. Soul Food put her ass on the map, and then she took off. She's a, she's an exact example on a female level with the guy called Too Tall or something was his nickname. What's his name? Too, too Short? No, no, no. Too, too, too no, no, whatever. that was, the, he was, he was from her hometown. Mm-hmm. And the same with Jennifer Hudson, the same way. That situation she had, that's that's by the wayside. That's by the wayside. And even we can even lasso them in there too. Uh, the girl, uh, she ready, her with common. Tiffany Haddish. Tiffany Haddish. The same thing. You know what I mean? If you're not ready, if you want to take the relationship to another level, take it to another level. But don't sit in the dormant position and shit, and then start trying to put some rank on your arm like a military motherfucker. Because rank only comes when you do the work. You don't just put stripes on your arm just by being with somebody. You got to, you know, invest other shit, engagement, marriage, whatever, to take it stronger. So I'm leaving it at that. And like I said, I heard her bitching up and trying to drop shit and all that jazz. But if you're going to drop it that fast, because now you see the law that came in there and white folks taking him down, he's losing endorsements and shit. He, you're just like Kanye, you know, when yeah. you, in a situation like that, you could lose a million dollars in two days just by endorsements that you lost. And I read that she's a white woman, but I don't know if that's true or not. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it's something, but the, the, and that's the last thing I want to say. Why haven't you revealed yourself? 
He's all with the, oh, they're dropping him. Marvel's putting it on hold. Well, who are you? Let's see what you look like. Let's see your face, your ass, your titties, your everything, because we see what he looks like. We've seen him in four or five different movies. In all his glory, what makes you so special to fuck up his life? You know what I mean? I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. All right, Chad. That was a good one. Yeah, Woo. that was a good one. But you know, let me just add a little something, something. And I hate to say it, but it seems like the law is always on the woman's side majority of the time. Yeah, um, you're right. Why didn't they just take both of them to jail or take both of them down there in custody and at least talk with them? Why are you taking the side of this woman like he struck mm-hmm. him? She could have struck him. Right. But, you know, There's most no... men are not going to, you know, majority of men are not going to say, yeah, this woman struck me. He's just going to take in her stride and keep rolling. Exactly. But, um, yeah, so they, they should have said, to me, they should have taken both of them down there and gotten Gotten a story out of a statement out of both of them, and say, hey, look, y'all going neutral corners or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, resolve what is going on, and you know, not the jail because, you know, I hate to say it, but it's it's, it's that's not his his reputation. That's yeah. not. I, I don't think that that's him as a man. I I don't see that. But I, I could be wrong, but I don't. See that. So. No, because the world is really, you know, getting real pussed out, you know, with the Me Too movement and all that. They're they're turning everybody into pussies. They're turning the cops into pussies. They're turning everybody into pussies. Boy, nobody wants to, everybody wants to be on what they think is the right side of right when it comes to the, when the sun rises in the morning, they want to be politically correct as far as the Me Too movement is concerned and everything. But they're not looking at people's life, families, situations circumstances, as long as when the sun rises and the entertainment tonight go to report the story, you're on the right side of the political correctness. And that's a goddamn shame because the man will always lose. And if he's a black man, he's going to definitely lose and almost get canceled and wiped out. This man could almost got wiped out at the blink of an eye. Just that quick. And he ain't never done nothing. He ain't no real, you know, Denzel Washington looking guy. He's just a guy that made it. And we got to mm-hmm. give people the opportunity to make it. So I'm not going to get I'm going to get off that. Uh, but if you got any comments, give us a call and talk about it. And, uh, you know. Okay. Well, it's time to lighten it up. Yeah, lighten it up. Lighten it up with the weird <laughs> news. Because Papa Didi got heavy on that one. He dropped the anvil on that one. I don't mean no disrespect. No, it wasn't disrespect. You were just dropping some heavy, heavy truths on it. But, okay, it's time to lighten it up with the weird news. And I've got the first one about a T-Rex. The question is, has T-Rex lost his bite? The Tyrannosaurus Rex that we always see with the the teeth and, you know, how his big, sharp teeth and all that looking all ferocious like in Jurassic Park movies. Well, researchers are now saying that that classic image might be wrong. They're saying that the teeth on the T-Rex and other big theropods like the T-Rex dinosaurs were more than likely covered by scaly lips. And that's according to a study they published in uh, in the Science Journal. They're saying that the T-Rex's teeth did not stick out of his mouth when his mouth was closed or even when the mouth is wide open the way you see like in Jurassic Park. And they're saying that, you know, this is not really how they believe that dinosaurs' mouths really looked. And, of course, they're saying, like, you know, with the teeth jutting out and all of that is more fictional than anything else. 
and they said they studied the skulls of dinosaurs and living reptiles, and they've come to the conclusion that uh, some of the larger lizards might have actually had bigger teeth than a T-Rex, according to the skull size. So bottom line is they think T-Rex did not have those great big ferocious teeth, but that they had a very thin, scaly lips that covered their their teeth, sort of like a, a Komodo dragon. If you've seen a Komodo dragon, they have those really thin kind of lips that is kind of weird-looking animal, but they're saying that they think that was the way the mouth of the T-Rex looked. So I don't know who came up with this vision that we all see in the movies and all that the dinosaurs or T-Rex had the great big fangs. So I don't know. Somebody took artistic license, I guess. Now they think uh, that's not quite the truth. So who knows? Sounds like somebody's doing some embellishing to me. (laughs) Yes, uh, sounds Mm. like it. I guess people thought if they look like a great big lizard, it doesn't look frightening enough for the movies. So they gave them great big teeth that look scarier. I don't know. But that's That's my way. All right. They they spent money on on a research (laughs) on that. Oh, yeah. You know how they spend money on research and crazy stuff. Shit, don't even mean mean, nothing. Um. Okay. What you got? Y'all give me the ma- the mammoth mammoth meatball thing. Okay, I I I'm gonna get you one. Um, <laughs> an Australian company uh, lifted the glass on a meatball made of lab-grown cultured meat using the using the genetic sequence from the long um, existent what's this this pachyderm pachyderm saying it was meant to fire a public debate about the high-tech The launch in an um, Amsterdam Science Museum came just days before April Fool's. So uh, there was uh, an elephant in the room. <laughs> okay. Cultivated meat, also called cultivated or cell-based meat, is made from animal cells. Livestock doesn't need to be killed to produce it, which advocates us say it is better not just for the animals but also for the environment. Okay. More than 100 companies around the world are working on cultivated meat products, many of them startups like Five. Wow. Okay. What do you guys think about that? I don't want that. I do not want want cultivated, (laughs) fabricated meat. No. If I'm going to eat meat, I'd rather have actual meat. Otherwise, it's time to become vegetarian. Because if I got to eat lab-created mess, no, I don't want that. And and you want to say, Val, hell no. Val is hoping to sell his first product there, a cultivated Japanese quail meat, (laughs) later this year. I don't want none of that. Mm-mm. And then Japanese would probably eat any damn thing. I don't want that. Hell no. How about you, Bob? No. no. He just stepped out the room. But I, I would tell you this. With the with the uh, plant-based stuff, you know, mm-hmm. with the uh, 
Impossible Burgers and all of that. Right, right. I'm willing to give that more of a try because I know it's made from plants. But when they start creating stuff completely in the lab, I I don't want any of that. No, because you don't know what it is. Chemicals or... I think it's it's more harmful for our bodies because with our body we are so used to certain things. Me, you know, I'm an animal. That makes sense to me. Well, even what you just said about plant based—that's just what the sign says. You don't know where the hell that burger came from, really. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know. <laughs> yeah, you got a point. Uh, what plant they, they talking about? Plant based, so I don't know. What plant they print, talking huh? about? Yeah, all it says is plant based. What are they yeah. talking about? Yeah, you got me on that. Are you talking about a sunflower plant or a poison ivy? I don't know. Oh, you I got red wine skin now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I guess I'll be going back to vegetarianism. Plant based. Yeah, that Can't came from that. Can't trust them. That came from that poison ivy bush in the back of the store. <laughs> poison ivy burger. Yeah, poison ivy. Uh uh. All right, Papa Didi, what you got? All right, now this story here, this story has a real twist, okay? okay. Now, I want you to observe the fact that it talks about an interesting thing that happened. But let's talk about the people who own the store, what they got going on, and how interesting what they achieved so fast. They're complaining about one thing, but they're exposing themselves on something else. All right, let's read the story here. Okay, what you got? Now... This is an Arizona Dairy Queen on the hunt for a missing red spoon. You know how Dairy Queen got the spoon in the in the thing? If they oh. advertise the spoon. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think the spoon is in the cup on the advertisement, like a big old sign. They have the cup and the spoon in it. Anyway, okay. this was in Phoenix, Arizona. The owners of a Dairy Queen in Phoenix remain perplexed and slightly amused as to why someone would steal the giant red spoon that adorned a restaurant, okay? I think the spoon goes down into the cup or something. It's a big-ass spoon. Okay. Red spoon, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, they were kind of upset, but then they were puzzled. The name was, uh, uh, his name is Poljar, Poljar Komar. He's, you know, they, and uh, he said on Wednesday that um, what are they going to do? What are they going to do with the spoon that they stole? Now, these are, these are Indians, okay? Okay, mm-hmm. she and her husband... Her husband's name is Roman, and her name is Pozar. They're they're also they're 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 um, Indian Indian people of Indian descent. Mm-hmm. All right. They said the spoon snatching occurrence happened sometime between uh, late Friday night and early Saturday morning. It's a 15 foot tall, 4.5 meter spoon that stood against the side of the building with a handle nestled in it. You know, in, in inside of a cup kind of thing, mm-hmm. like a Dairy Queen thing. You see, if you look at Dairy Queen, they got that as a yeah. thing. Okay. Now, their surveillance camera caught two people appearing to manipulate the screws that held it, the spoon, to the base of the wall, and then they drove off with it on a motorbike. <laughs> a motorbike? A motorbike. Now, they got this. <laughs> crazy. With a 15-foot spoon, <laughs> and you hold them on a motorbike? The question is. Where was the cops when this happened? Was the cop eating fucking donuts and didn't see somebody ride by and a, but a big ass red spoon on a little motorbike? Two people. 
<laughs> on a motorbike. Not a motorcycle, a motorbike with a big-ass red spoon. What did the cop say? That thing say? goes about, what, 12 miles per hour? Right. So when, <laughs> when the cop when the cop put the donut in his mouth and looked out the window, what did he say? Damn, did you just see a spoon cry by? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. As they looked down, as they wiped the fucking... Donut crumbs off their fat sugar. ass stomach. Yeah, powdered <laughs> sugar off their fat ass stomach, and just sat there and watched them ride by. Anyway, now let me get my chain of thought back together That's here. Crazy. Like I said, the surveillance camera caught the two people. Yada yada yada. Okay. Now they were uh, they were so precise about what they were doing. It seemed like they'd done it before. This is what the Indian couple said. Okay, they just wiggled their way through and made sure that the spoon was not damaged and then they put on their motorbike and they rode off okay now here's where it gets interesting it says that the the Qumrans who was Indians who are Indian immigrants mm-hmm. okay Indian immigrants they moved to Phoenix from Minnesota so where did you land did you land in Minnesota when you came off the fucking boat or anyway, but this is how it gets interesting. They moved to Phoenix from Minnesota in 2007, all right, and decided to go into business operating Dairy Queen. Now, here's the real, the fucking American dream line. They now own 34 franchise locations. Good gracious. But now, we talking about, now, you mother... 2007? Okay, you worried about a stolen spoon, and you motherfuckers rich, Okay. They now own 34 franchise location. This Phoenix one is the only Arizona Dairy Queen with the towering red spoon. Now, why you keep distracting us with the spoon? Let's talk about you owning 34 franchises, okay? Wow. And how much money you making on that? And how did you achieve all this coming from cold ass Minnesota to warm ass Phoenix since 2007? Owning all this business and got 34 goddamn stores around the region, mm. and you complain about a, a, a spoon. They've been and, busy. Okay. Wow. In the meantime, they're trying to... Now, let's show you how cheap these motherfuckers are. This is the last part of the story. Meanwhile, they're trying some creative strategies to spread the word about the spoon swipe. Staff, staff now, they got a staff. Mm-hmm. Like, congressional people have a staff in Congress. They have a staff. Staff at the Phoenix location will start wearing T-shirts that says, where's my spoon? And they're selling these T-shirts that says, where's my spoon? T-shirts with a red spoon and a Dairy Queen logo are for sale for anyone that wants to support the cause. Okay, now you've seen what I'm saying here. Mm-hmm. They didn't turn this shit into a business, okay? They also had flyers to post at various branches around the Metro Phoenix area that they own. Okay, the reward now. Find somebody finds the reward for for, for the fifteen foot spoon. For okay. find the spoon is one buzzard treat from every flavor of the summer menu. They're not even giving you no money if you find the fucking they spoon. They're giving you some ice cream. They're giving you, you ice spoon. cream if you find it. Now okay. this story yeah, talked about lines. this story talked about immigrant people. That's trying to stay relative by saying our spoon was stolen. We're so hurt. We're so sad. But we own 34 stores that are doing well. And if you find our spoon because we're selling T-shirts on that, you want to buy a T-shirt for $14? And if you find our spoon, we will give you 
one flavor of every flavor we have of a fucking blizzard. Not money, <laughs> not cash, not... This is the American dream that we're not a part of. Now, this was supposed to be uh, weird news. It's supposed to be funny. Ain't a goddamn thing funny about this story. That's crazy. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, weird is funny and crazy. I don't want to talk about you, but I'm just saying. Well, okay. All right? See, when you when you listen with the fucking third ear and see with the third eye, there you, go. You, you see a lot of shit. Anyway. Yeah, you do. All right. Well, thank you for that one. Mm-hmm. Gave us another spin on that. Story. I didn't mean to turn your humor into some, you know. No, you gave put another spin on it. I carried okay. that shit. <laughs> All right, we're gonna okay. take a we're gonna take a quick break and then we're coming back. Come back with red rhyme, but uh, I'm just saying. You know it. On the other side of the. Kelly, you okay out there? I'm fine. I'm just listening. I'm listening. I'm laughing. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back after the break. This is Kettle. And this is Red Wine. If you like news, but you like the weirdest kind, you're in the right place. Join us every Friday night for the Pajama Party Weird News. We find stories each week about some of the strangest and oddest news stories around. If there's ghost driving, stupid criminals getting caught, or just bizarre medical stories, we report it right here on the Pajama Party Weird News. It's funny and informative, and we look forward to it every week. And you will, too. If you like weird news like we do, join us every Friday night on the Pajama Party Show. It's a weird world out there, and we'll tell you all about it. Right here on the Weird News, where we celebrate the weirdness. Welcome back to Pajama Party. When you host Papa Didi, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. Okay, we got uh, Red Wine, and she's going to do a segment called uh, I'm Just Saying. Thank what, you so much. What are you talking about? Tonight, I'm just saying, it's time for woke to go to sleep. They've been beating that word woke, and they, I mean they, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about them. Hmm. They have stolen the word, twisted it, turned it into something dirty and ugly, and beat it to death. And I'm I'm done with it. I'm tired of it. It's time for woke to go to sleep. So here we go. When the word woke uh, originated in the black community, it was a positive nudge of action. You know, it was to tell you, pay attention, wake up. But it's been bastardized by the right-wing white folks, and now it's time for woke to die. Woke just needs to go to sleep permanently. Now, you remember, here's something to think about. You remember when dabbing was a thing? You remember dabbing where you put your head down and your forearm bent yeah. and put your hand, the whole thing. Yeah, that dabbing was, uh, was a thing Cam for a minute. Allegedly, it originated down in Atlanta by black folks. And then the rappers made it popular. They Cam were all. Newton, when he scored can a I finish? Down. And the rappers no, made it I'm popular. Sorry. And then quarterback Cam Newton.
took it to new heights when he started dabbing after scoring touchdowns. And then guess what happened? So-called mainstream America, a.k.a. white folks, got a hold of dabbing, <laughs> and it just went all off the rails. Everybody was dabbing. They were dabbing on TikTok. They were dabbing on, uh, what was that other thing? Whatever that other, I can't think of the name of it. MySpace. The other, no, I think this is after MySpace. But TikTok and um, I can't think of the other social media one that had the short video clips. You had old white folks dabbing. Everybody was dabbing. It was just getting ridiculous. Even Ellen DeGeneres was teaching people how to dab on her show when her show was on the air. And after that, it just kind of played itself out. Just like woke, dabbing went to sleep, gratefully. Now, the phrase stay woke started in the black community, okay? Uh, That was around the time when Michael Brown, remember Michael Brown? When he got killed by the cops. He was only 18, and that was Ferguson, Missouri. That's when the phrase stay woke became very popular and became the catchphrase of the Black Lives Matter movement. They started using it around the mid-2010. And then uh, the successor to woke, which was an older rallying cry that black folks used to use to say, wake up. It was a reminder for the oppressed people to keep your eyes and your ears and your minds open and pay attention to what the oppressor was doing so that you would not be caught technically sleeping. So that's where it started to come from. And then Woke became very uh, popularized in Childish Gambino's song, uh, Redbone. That was 2016 when he was singing Stay Woke. Uh, And then the word woke eventually became weaponized against black folks because the Republican politicians decided they were going to use it and abuse it, twist it and turn it into something I don't know what it is now. They started using it to do things like, you know, bash, bash folk over the head with the word. Everything became about woke, wokeness, the woke this. The woke mob. They just couldn't get enough of saying the word woke. Everything became woke. Uh, Matt Gates, who's a representative back in Florida again, he came up with a phrase called woketopians to, to complain about people who he claimed were gunning for his rights. And then you got Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida. He claimed that woke goes to Florida to die. Because, you know, all the anti-legislation and stuff he came up with. And then you had this white woman recently who wrote a book and had a chapter of the book dedicated to woke. But when she was questioned during a television interview about what exactly does woke mean, she couldn't even define the word. But yet you wrote a whole chapter of it, right? So as you can see, woke has had its time in the sun. And once again... These folks have taken something that was ours, turned it in to something that we don't even want anymore. So let's just take a moment of silence over the passing of woke. That's enough. We need to bury woke deep, 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 like a deep, deep sleep. Bury it. Be done with it. This is Red Wine, and I'm just saying, if you're not woke by now, you're never going to wake up. So let's let woke 
get a good night's sleep that lasts forever and ever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Okay. That was a good one. Let it go. Yeah, they've they've done that with everything. I remember the term back in the day, girlfriend, don't go there. Don't you go there. I mean, they just took yeah. all that shit and destroyed it. You know, because, you know, they, see, white folks are realizing that you need at least 42% of blackness in you in order to survive this world. Yeah, because otherwise you, you, you sound like that. a big old square nerd. Exactly. But there was and a nobody time. Nobody wants to hear what you got. But to there say. was a time that Ebonics was like a, the, the hated thing. They, nobody wanted to talk Ebonics. Now, if you don't know 42% of Ebonics, then you're, you you will not be a successful yeah, white between person. Between the Ebonics and the slang and mm-hmm. any other popular sayings and all, that that's... Hip-hop. You got to have some hip-hop stuff. Yeah, you got to have all of that. They have all these little things they got to, you know, compound. You know. But anyway, all right. We're going to keep it moving. Mm-hmm. It's down to you, Papa Didi, living for the city. All right, living for the city. What okay. I want to jump on something that's really interesting here. I want to talk about, let's talk about the Asians for a minute. Okay, let's talk about their ass for a minute. Right? Uh-uh. And I don't mean no disrespect to them, okay? But maybe I do. Now, here's a group of people that um, they project the image like they're savages, you know, like they can handle everything. You know, they can come to the, they can come to the black neighborhood and just so-called survive it. You go into some of the most roughest neighborhoods that we have to offer, and there's a Chinese store right in the middle of that motherfucker, you know? And then you go down to a little area where all the little stores are, and they always representing big time, selling all that fake-ass hair and all them brushes and combs. And you've seen the beauty supply stores where they go down to the wholesale district in New York, and they buy $10,000 worth of shit that they're going to make $52,000 off of. And it's got everything from, you name it, everything from, and then they got the little, the, the greases and stuff that we use, all the little coconut oils and the, you know, Bonner Brothers and any anything that's got to do with Jerry Curl shit, you know, Worlds of Curls, J- Jerry Curl juice, anything that they know that we're going to patronize, S-Curl kits, you name it. Then with the women, they got the bonnets that, that, that they uh, shower in and the, the shit that you anything that got to do with us that's got to do and my question is how the hell does Asians so much know so much about our internal life is there a black uh, undercover agent that's reporting to their ass or something do they know what kind of bonnets we sleep in the fucking do-rags we wear all the stuff that we wear that they that we deem our internal black fashion they got 25000 of them in the damn beauty supply store. Picks, combs. You want to get a good pick for your afro? Talk to the Asians. They got all that shit. Every every little thing that we do, wear, buy, whatever, they got it. Fingernail file, hair clipper, you name it. You name it. Pink lotion. Remember pink lotion? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got tons of that shit. They got it in tubs in the back. Pink lotion like a motherfucker. Coconut oil. Vaseline. Anything that we do, wear, shave with. You know, it's just amazing. 
But now, now they've got this thing where they want to protect the Asians from what they call violence. Now, you guys will take a store, a Chinese store or beauty supply store, and you'll take it in the depths of the worst ghettos that we have to offer. And I use the word ghetto loosely because that's actually a Jewish term that has been, you know, defaced and, and put on us but that's what the Jews called their neighborhoods. It was a legitimate term. She lives in the East Ghetto or the West Ghetto, the South Ghetto. You know, ghetto was a term, but anything the black folks took over, because we followed the Jews, now we call, they call it the ghetto. Like they turned Negro into nigger and things like that. Nigger with an E-R, not an A-R. Now, getting back to the Asians. Now, they want to get this unification thing where they want to include all the Asians into this protection. Protect the Asians. I ain't never want to whoop no Asians' ass, but Asians always want to whoop my ass. I go in a Chinese store and order shrimp fried rice. Shrimp fried rice. Now give me the, then they bring it out and I lift it up and take a look at it. I didn't, I didn't want pork on my rice. I didn't want it regular rice. You will say you just owe you. You think you won't even know any language? You told me you want to pick that. They beat your ass, so you end up taking it out, get to the house, and you pluck the pork out the motherfucker. Because you don't want to challenge the motherfucker at the window, because they start talking with this evilness. They got this, this volatile, especially the female Asians. I've had some situations with female Asians at these Chinese stores. These, man, like their head's going to explode when they get pissed off at you. And it's scary. But how are you saying now that you want protection for Asians and they're going to go to Congress and they sign it, that it's a federal expense now to attack an Asian? Who's beating up on Asians? Asians are whooping our ass financially and everything else. They're coming to the hood and making a fortune off of us. They'll sit up there at a Chinese store, right? And they'll sell their little food. But it's not about the food. Food. It's about the shit on the counter. Okay. Now, the average person goes to work. Let's say you make fifty-two thousand a year. Okay. Now, what you make a year also begins with how much you make a day. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're making fifty-two thousand a year, you're making about one hundred and twenty-five dollars a day times seven, which means that's what you make per month. Per week, per month, per year. Now, all of a sudden, the Asians are sitting up here. Let's say you're going to work every day, getting your shit together, riding the metro and all that, and you make $157 a day. These jokers on their counters, they got top paper, easy wider, Philly blunts, all this shit. This is just on the counter of the Chinese store. They make $250, $300 a day just so young boys come in and just give me two blunts. Give me a packet of top paper. Give me some such and such. Give me just, then they got all these old fantastic things that, that you can roll joints with and all kind of shit. You know what I mean? Shit you can smash mushrooms and shit you can eat the edibles out of and little saucers. For the, they sell all that shit. And that stuff makes about $320 a day just on the counter in front of the store. We even talking about buying those shrimp fried rice. All the brothers come in, they go, give me two blunts, give me four Lucy's, loose cigarettes. You know what I mean? 75 cents a piece. 
I mean, it's a fucking racket. Excuse my expression, but it's a fucking racket. And they are killing us. They are raping us fully dressed. But they want protection from the Asians. You can't attack the Asians. The Asians are whooping our ass brutally every day. I don't know the last time I brought fucking Chinese food. Now, damn sure ain't buying none of that paraphernalia on the counter. But they're making a fortune off that shit. And not to mention the, the beautiful black female woman that goes in that beauty supply store and buys all that bullshit that she can go to New York and buy three times that shit at half the price. But they'll get them little packs of hair and take it to a motherfucker, take it over to the little Africans, and they'll fucking ask their business, okay? But all I'm saying is that the whole protection thing with the Asians, I ain't buying that shit because they're not all connected. And I'm going to end it with this here. They're not all connected. Let's talk about how many Asian nationalities we got out there. Okay? We got the Koreans. We got the Vietnamese. The guy that works on my car is Vietnamese. Mm -hmm. Okay? We got Koreans, Vietnamese. We got Chinese. We got Japanese. And then you got the, you know, all the different Polynesian, then all the names that I can't even fucking pronounce areas. Okay? But all these people are different, just like blacks, Jamaicans, all, all the different races of people of a dark skin are different. You know, Pakistani and even Indians, Pakistani Indians, you know, Indians, Malaysians. I mean, everybody has their own group. So how are the Asians saying group us all together? You motherfuckers ain't together. You Koreans battle just as much with the Viet- Vietnam, just like Mexicans battle with the Guatemalans. And, and I, when I say battle, I don't mean fight. I'm just saying y'all got different beliefs and different aspects. But you want the whole thing to cover everybody. And all I'm just saying, and I'll close on this, them Asians, no disrespect to y'all. Anytime y'all can come in the roughest black neighborhoods and survive that shit and get rich off of us, check them out on a Sunday driving a Lexus to church. Okay, get on the turnpike sometime up in Jersey and watch the Asians about 8 o'clock in the morning on the turnpike going to church with their Lexuses and all they fancy shit that they're getting off of. It'll blow your mind. I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Okay. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> it ain't never been. It's hard out here for everybody. Yeah. You better know it. Yeah. All right, we're going to... Yes, thank you. Uh, let's see, are we going to keep rolling? Hollywood wrap-up, or does anybody need to go and refresh their drinks? Y'all need a refresher? Yeah, we need to refresh. We need to get one of those ginger meals. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. Yeah, let me go get one, too. All right, we'll be right back. Going on a cocktail break. This is Papa D.D. You're listening to the Pajama Party on WPJP Blog Talk Radio. If you have something to add to the conversation, give us a call right now at 914-803-4306 and press 1 to be entered into the queue. I want to hear from the men, so call me, Papa D.D. Don't let kettle and red wines get you. Just call and talk to me. I got your back. Number again is 914 803 
4306 or go to com. I gotta get back before they notice I was gone. So call me now. Hi, welcome back to the John Party. One of those Papa Didi. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Bonsoir, darling. All right, it's time to go to the West Coast, to Hollywood, and get the latest dirt on what's happening. You ready, Papa Didi? Oh, here we go. Hollywood. Take it away, Kettle. All right. I'm a, uh, since you talked about uh, the gentleman, Jonathan Majors, I'm going to start off with him. Um, his attorney, Freya um, Saudry, she claims they have obtained two written statements from the woman recanting those allegations. Um, she added, also added that Majors is completely innocent and and the victim of an altercation with the woman he knows. He also stated the woman whose name has not been made public, as he said earlier, was having an emotional crisis for which she was taken to the hospital and that uh, Majors did not assault her uh, whatsoever. So, um, like you said uh, earlier, Papa, this guy, he got a lot, he has a lot going on. And I think he's just going to reconsider who he's, who he's um, you know, Laying in bed with him. He should know. Um, I think he's going to drop her like a hot potato, and uh, he's going to keep moving. He said so. he has free three, Ant-Man. Um, he's got a lot going on. Uh, that That's movie, if she let uh, him get Devotion. away. Yeah. That, was, uh, that movie was pretty good, Devotion. So I think he yeah. just needs to reassess who, who, who he's, who he's uh, what strange he's laying in the bed with. So. That's my take on it. Um, Megan the Scott, boy, she's hot as a firecracker. Uh, she just uh, recently threw out the first ball, the first pitch of the Houston Astros on opening day. Um, she took the mound ahead of the Houston Astros opening day game on Thursday. Um, she's a Houston native. He successfully tossed the baseball to Astros infielder David Hensley, um, who sat behind home plate and snagged the ball, despite it bearing just a bit outside. But, uh, hey, girlfriend had a hottie outfit, white jeans. He had her um, Astros shirt tied up. I was like, go ahead, girl. Go ahead, Ms. Megan Stallion. Um, also, she is uh, in talks. Um, with Netflix to do a movie with um, opposite Adam Sandler. Um, interesting. So uh, she's no stranger to the limelight. You know, she did Sea Valley. Uh, she was introduced in the movie called She Hulk, Attorney at Law. She did SNL. So um, her being alongside Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler would be great. Um, like. Girlfriend, she's doing. Okay, you can not only rap, you can you know do other things. So I mean that's that's pretty cool. Um, also, Gabrielle Yu, um, my journey to fifty. She has a special to air on BET. Gabrielle family and friends travel throughout Africa to celebrate her fiftieth birthday 
in this two-part special premiering on June the 15th with BET Plus. Um, Gabrielle and the hubby, they, they doing it. Talking about a lot of things, the um, gender thing with the daughter or son, um, and uh, now she's going to Africa, and it's going to be a special. Hey, two-part special. You can't beat that. Kudos to her. Um, also, um, the Breakfast Club. BET partners with um, iHeartMedia to air the Breakfast Club on BET, the award-winning morning show with DJ uh, Envy and uh, Charlemagne the God will be televised on weekdays starting on Monday, April 17th. Um, this guy, he, he's doing some big things. Um, Charlemagne the God. I hear his name all the time. I mean, that's pretty cool. BET, they scooping up a whole lot of things. So kudos to them. Also, Ryan Coogler and talk for X-Files Reboot. Really? Really? Okay, which is going to be the black version of X-Files? The show's original creator said there are discussions going on with the goal of making it more diverse than years ago. Interesting. It must be the black version of X-Files. Did we really it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to play uh, these two main characters. I mean, this is yeah, a 90s reboot, so that's what, almost 30 years ago. So I remember uh, the name we, Scully. I forgot the other one's name. Right, right. Well, his front runner, of course, is Angela Bass. So we'll see. I mean, she's in it. I'll watch it. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think I would. Oh, yeah, so kudos to him. I mean, hey, like you said, they need some fresh material. I think that's, that's the bottom line. That's, that's all fresh material. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, that's my Hollywood wrap-up short and sweet. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Now we're all up to date and we know what's going on. Appreciate that. Oh, wee. What a week it's been. All right. We're down to the kiss it list, Papa Didi. Kiss it list. People have showed their butt over the last couple of weeks. We can start off with uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Oh, yeah. And your girl whose uh, son is having a baby. I guess she believes in, um, what do you call that? She's pro-life, huh? I guess so now. <laughs> if she wasn't before, she is now. <laughs> What's her name? Uh, Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. Lauren Boebert. She's a pretty lady. She ain't all that. I didn't think she was gorgeous. Oh, okay. So she's pretty. She's prettier than... I tell you, Marjorie Taylor Greene is uglier than you would think. See, a lot of white women think they put that blonde-ass hair in their head, and they talk a lot of stuff to think it make them look powerful, but, you know, she's not attractive at all. She's got no titties. You know, she's she's a mess. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. We got we got Trump on the kiss it list. Mm-hmm. We're gonna see how he handles this indictment Tuesday. If he's really gonna turn himself in like he's supposed to, or or not. And your boy from and South Carolina. Yeah, 
hopefully people aren't going to be protesting and acting stupid. They better not take that in New York. Like uh, you just mentioned, Lindsey Lindsey Graham mm-hmm. begging for money for Trump. I'm like, are you kidding me? See, um, a lot of them they want they want their job to be secure with easy votes. You team up with Trump, you get his votes. You say something nice about Trump. Nobody wants to fight for anything anymore. It's a microwave world we live in, including politicians and votes. As long as they can get Donald Trump people to just pull that lever, you know. That's what it's about. Also, I've got the North Shore Elementary School. They're in St. Petersburg, Florida. I've got them on the kiss it list this week because they had, uh, well, they had gotten permission slips sent home for the elementary school kids to watch the movie Ruby Bridges that I didn't realize that was produced by Disney or like in 88 or so when that movie was made. But to show the movie Ruby Bridges, uh, which, you know, is about the little girl who went to the integrated school when she was about, what, six, somewhere in the South, I forgot what state. But anyway... There was a couple of parents that had a problem with it because they felt like this is teaching our children to be racist because of the scene where when Ruby was going to school and all those white people were out there yelling and calling her different names, you know, N-word and some other stuff, whatever they were saying. And parents felt like, oh, this is too much. We don't want our kids to see this because it's going to teach them to be racist and it will teach them... It will teach them that white people hate black people. That was what the parents, and it was only a couple of parents. Well, you do. It was a couple of parents who had an issue, and as a result, the school banned the movie. I'm like, so two Karens had a problem, and y'all banned the movie? They don't want, they don't want them to see reality. Exactly. So I'm putting that school on the kiss it list. North Shore Elementary in St. Petersburg. Shame on you. And this wasn't even like long ago. No, this happened this week or last week. No, I mean. Oh, you mean the Ruby Bridges story? Right. No, that wasn't that long back. But nonetheless, that's why they're on the kiss it they list. They don't want them to see what white folks are capable of. Yeah. That's what it is. And I'm trying to recall if it was Lauren, Lauren Boebert. That was uh, asking questions of the D.C. City Council, I believe it was. She went through this whole thing when they were on the floor of the Congress talking about, did you vote for the law for something about public urination? And the man kept saying, uh, no. And then she said, oh, did you not uh, vote on this particular law about public urination and she just kept going and going and going with it and the man was trying to answer the questions i know he wanted to tell her will you get off of it already but she just carried on with it i think that was lauren lauren bobert so if it wasn't whoever that congress uh woman was you're on the kiss it list anybody else the usual right wing Cry baby. DeSantis, of course, your boy. Yeah, DeSantis. Donald Trump. Trump, your boy. Donald Trump, yeah, your boy. Is that it? Yeah, I'm going down to, I'm going into a a bunker on Tuesday. Okay. Well, anybody we miss, we'll catch them next week. Got a special gift for you. 
Welcome back to the John Party. When you host Papa DJ, I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine. Don't swat, darling. We're down to the last word. Last word. Last word. Okay, I'll go first tonight. My last word is woke is done. Woke is dead. Let it stay dead. Bury it. It's done. No more woke. If we don't take it back, they're going to keep beating it up and misusing it. So let's try to take it back and give it a respectable burial. And that's my last word. Mm. Okay. Who's up next? I'll go next. Okay. I want to um, pay homage to a great man who's having to be my father. Today is his birthday. He's no longer with us. Uh, he was born March 31st, 1924. He was, uh, I won't say his name, but he's one of the first black firemen in Philadelphia. And they had an entire black regiment fire department back in the mid, mid-50s. And uh, he worked all the way till 1985, where he retired. He passed away in 2017. He would have been 99 years old today. 99. Okay. Passed away at, uh, I guess, 17. Six years ago. Passed at 93. And uh, greatly missed. Told me a lot. A lot of phrases I use, a lot of things I do, a lot of inspiration I have is straight from that source. So, true ancestor, you know, and uh, happy birthday, Dad. All right. And happy birthday. And, Kettle, your last word. Um, I'll be quiet tonight. I got any last words. <laughs> um, I, I guess going back to the guns again, um, if, if you know, that's the law of the land and then people are purchasing guns, um, get rid of the assault rifles. We don't need those. Um, you know, we need to push for more legislation, this, that. 
you know, we say this all the time, but it seems like they just don't do anything. Just don't not listen until it, I guess it gets closer to home to them. So, um, hey, that's all I have. To speak. Okay. A lot going on and, and not enough being done. I mean, in our own city. Yeah, you're you're right about that assault weapon because the way that girl in uh, in Nashville shot out that glass in that front door when she came in, that was vicious. You know, show you the power the power of that gun. That gun shoots out so many bullets so fast and so hard that that window coming in that door didn't stand a chance at it. Not at all. It's crazy. I was taking a whole door to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you, Kettle. There's, to me, there's no reason why individual people need an assault weapon. Yeah. Like, for what reason? You can't hunt with it. And they're they're buying the AR-5 like it's like it's cigarettes. Every it seems like everybody out there popular, even people in my job. When the white boys be talking about the guns again, I got AR-5. I got AR-5. Man, it's almost like having a Mustang or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like a status symbol. Yeah. And you don't need that. It's a machine gun. My goodness. Yeah, those shouldn't even be legal. But All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for another episode of A Pajama Party. Thanks to everybody for hanging out with us. Happy birthday wishes. Uh, condolences to a friend of mine who lost her cousin Junebug up in uh, the Detroit area. Shout out to them and our condolences. Uh, that about do it for us. And happy last day of March, everybody. Yes. You have until midnight before it uh, becomes April. So whatever you got to do, get it in. That's it for us. You want to say good night, Papa Dini? Good night, and I just like to welcome in the age of Aries. So say hello to all your Aries friends out there, because this is their time. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, look out. <laughs> in trouble now. <laughs> look out. Those crazy Aries. Yeah. Look out below. Mm-hmm. They run stuff, and y'all know it. Yeah, starting with their mouth, but yeah. They the boss. <laughs> okay. Say good night, Kev. <laughs> Good night, and, and, and thanks to uh, who's listening out there tonight. Appreciate you listening. All right. All right, and good night, everybody. Bonsoir. Adios. Arrivederci. Ciao. See ya. Initiating shutdown sequence. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I bid you farewell, Arrivederci, Sayonara, and all that sort of cheers. Well, when you, I say when you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, good night. Yabi Kuh. I regret to announce this is the end. I'm going now. Good night and good luck. Was it as good for you as it was for me? Now give me a kiss and say good night. Good night. Good night. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for attending our show. And good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.